Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. So, hello everybody. We've got quite an episode to talk about. Um, And as it turns out, we missed last week's podcast because Anchor was doing Anchor things, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But we're back, and we have two races to talk about, which is... But anyways, so um, shall we talk about Abu Dhabi, or not Abu Dhabi, uh, Saudi Arabia first? Yeah. Nice, okay. So the big talking point was the fact that the track wasn't actually very finished, was it? I think the bigger thing is that um, to compensate for Hamilton's lack of skill, yeah, uh, the FIA was adding penalties to Verstappen. That was fun. And then... But Verstappen also crashed in qualifying, which is painful. Yeah, but I mean, it was quite clear when uh, when Lewis Hamilton pushed Verstappen off the track. Yeah, I mean, like, it happened two races in a row. That was lap 37, corner one, I think. I think it? it was definitely turn one, yeah. And then there's the other interesting highlight of very interesting race, let's be honest. A lot of crashes. A lot of safety cars, but not actually very. Three, isn't there three starts? Three starts because two and one weren't enough. Mm. Yeah, the um, the other big talking point was the fact that when trying to let Hamilton back through because Verstappen had done nothing wrong, uh, he Verstappen ended up getting rear-ended by Hamilton. Or yeah. I, I think we take that position right. I don't think he brake checked him. I don't think. Okay, I think. It may have been, like, okay, so I, I feel like he did kind of slow down aggressively, but yeah. we're, we're not, Hamilton should have been prepared and ready to go around. And I think his team should have told him Verstappen's slowing down, and they didn't. Yeah. Because I'll be honest. An error. Yeah, it's not very safe to just be like, oh yeah, so we know he's slowing down, but we're not going to tell Lewis that. Yeah. Because why would he want to know that Max is slowing down? Mm-hmm. But other than that, and other than the fact that we ended that race with Max and Lewis being tied on points, not very eventful. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of interesting stuff in the midfield. And I think the most surprising thing through all of this is the McLaren completely bottled their championship chances and basically relegated themselves to fourth after Saudi Arabia. Um, well, you see, I feel like, okay, so, inconsistently, McLaren's been doing well. Yeah. Like, very well. But. I don't know, that's, that's it. They just, that's it. They've done very well compared to last year. Last year, they were not competitive. They were barely, like, okay, they were just there as, like, an ad for McLaren cars. Yeah, whereas this year they actually won races, I guess. Yeah, wait. Okay, so... Uh, it's kind of funny. There's a Mercedes sandwich. What uh, Mercedes sandwich? There's a Red Bull on each side, and then there's two Mercedes in the middle. Oh, yeah. Uh, then it was... Oh, actually, all of my signs did very well. 
That's good. Considering the car he was given, he did very well. Yeah. And then Lando Norris. A little disappointing that he couldn't get past the Ferrari, but, you know, it was only four and a half points, so it's a very good run for McLaren. Yeah, I think Daniel's, or McLaren's biggest problem was Daniel wasn't performing to his best immediately. I think uh, Ferrari's biggest problem was Charles Leclerc. Inconsistent. No, just being incompetent. No, he's a driver, I think. I think he's, no, very he's not first driver material. I feel like Carlos Sainz should be their first driver. I think Mick Schumacher's first driver material. I think Mick Schumacher is NASCAR material. Are you kidding me? Look, I know what you think of Mick, and I know you think he's not as good as I think he is, but still. He has that's no an points. He's at the top of the zero pointers. Think about it. He's at the top of the zero pointers. Even Yuki Tsunoda. Actually, Yuki Tsunoda did really well as well. Not for the car, but like... As a rookie. As a rookie, yes, but definitely not for the car. Albon had a much better rookie season than Tsunoda. Okay, um, if and George we're talking Russell about... goes on to win championships, Yuki Tsunoda can be like, oh yeah, I beat him. Mm, he beat him, but in a much better car. Yeah, but he also beat Kimi. True, but that's because Kimi had the worst car on the grid. And well, he beat worst, Mick. But... Yeah, but Mick on the grid. Okay. But also, let's be honest, Mick didn't have the best first season, did he? Wait, is Fernando Alonso a first driver? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Hmm. He better be a first driver. That's a little disappointing. Why? I mean, he's kind of like old. He should be a second driver. He should be like there to uh, like mentor their new drivers. Yeah, but like... He's Alonzo. They're paying as a second driver. I mean, it would be like, okay, so it would be fine for him to be second driver, but still make that money. It's like, it's, okay, um, it's like, I was going to say it's like Bottas, but not really. <laughs> no, because Bottas doesn't make as much as Hamilton. Yeah, he makes like a 20th. If that, yeah. About 3 million a year, right? I think somewhere near there, and Hamilton is like six million and above, isn't it? Yeah, about that. Um, but like, I feel like it's like kind of you know the Lando Norris, um, Carlos Sainz, yeah, thing. It's kind of like that with Valtteri and Lewis. No, with um, uh, Fernando Alonso and Ocon. I guess, but. Alonso's a lot more experienced than Ocon. Whereas... Wait, uh, was Sainz the first driver? Or second no, driver? No, there was no first driver in that time. Okay, so Carlos Sainz is second driver. So yeah, because he's Carlos Sainz. Yeah, he's just... He's a very good... I feel like the most underrated team would be Carlos Sainz and Valtteri Bottas. Maybe, but I think Carlos is probably the best mediocre driver on the grid. Yeah, but I feel like if you put him in, like, a good car, like a Red Bull. Yeah. But I they wouldn't win might... the championship, but they'd be close. They might, actually. Carlos Sainz in Sergio Perez's position. As much as I hate to say that, but um, Red Bull would have gotten the Constructors' championship. If they had Perez, or Sainz. Yeah, definitely. If they had Sainz. But they actually... let Sainz go to Renault, didn't they? They did. 
I'll be honest. We'll talk. We'll be talking about who was disappointing and who wasn't a little bit later in the podcast. But I definitely a silly mistake to let signs go and not just replace Ricardo with signs. I know he left a year early, but still. Okay. Well, um, so you see here. Okay, you said we talk about the most disappointing. I'm just gonna give him a sneak peek. Mick Schumacher is very disappointing. I'm just going to give you an even bigger sneak peek. Nikita Mazepin exists. I'm making you an even bigger sneak peek. Sergio Perez lost in the Constructors' Championship. True. I think he's going to get pretty low marks for this season. Let's be yeah. honest. I keep switching our favorite drivers, but it always stays within the Red Bull family. <laughs> or the previous Red Bull family, maybe? Because they've had to... Carlos Sainz isn't in the Red Bull. Is that Ferrari? Yeah, I mean, I like he's one of my more favorite big race car drivers, but he's not like yeah. my favorite. My favorite. But you can't either. tell me now that Ferrari is not going to be an interesting team to watch. Like next year, you're going to have Leclerc, who I like, and Signs, who I can tolerate now. After Sergio's performance this year, you know, it's probably between Carlos, uh, Max, and. Um, not Norris, because John likes Norris. Uh, yeah, and because John likes... It's like the Porsche 911. Jeremy Clarkson can't like the Porsche 911 yeah. because Richard Hammond has one. Yeah, even so though yeah. he really wants to like it. And then um, Yuki Sonora will be a third one. I would put um, Russell on here, but, you know... He's, he's going to Mercedes? Yeah, you can't yeah. like him. It's going to be difficult to like him when he dominates the championship. He won't do that. Actually, he has to do that, because... Now that um, Hamilton's no longer a uh, championship winner. Yeah, exactly. Now that he's past his prime, arguably past his prime, it's Russell's turn to do the dominant. I think he was past his prime in 2007 when he started losing hair, or when he had his hair completely gone. <laughs> no, that was just the hair loss. Maybe he needs some Ashley and Martin medical hair care. <laughs> I think he did have some. Ron. <laughs> Yep. Okay, shall we talk about Abu Dhabi then? Yeah, uh, let me say between this and now. Um, why are NASCAR drivers so uh, invested in Formula One now? Why are they invested? Because they've always wanted to be in Formula One, but they never could be. Because, like, um, now there's, like, some ex-NASCAR driver saying that it didn't seem fair the way Hamilton lost. Well... Shut up. I mean, who cares? And then, um, wasn't there some other person? Didn't Bubba Wallace try to get a partnership between whatever and whether like, uh, NASCAR and FIA or something? I know there was an, a NASCAR driver that tried to do a McLaren sponsorship and it didn't really work out in the end. Oh, McLaren NASCAR car. Would that be like a GT? Yep. Is that possible uh no it wouldn't be legal you can't keep cutting out yeah it could be a wi-fi thing yeah it's better than last time though that's better that's good still messing around with my mic we should have a podcast mic we should and at some point we're gonna have to find a recording studio not really i mean we could just use one of the school ones true we could but I wonder how expensive that would be. 
Capri? No, no, I mean like a proper one. Oh, okay. I mean, wait, should we get the Amazon Basics desktop mini condenser microphone with tripod? How expensive is it? $44. We should each buy one of those. But is it any good? Oh, it is Amazon Basics. So it's it mediocre at best. Oh, four and a half stars. Okay. 1,223 reviews. How? Don't know. Okay. I think our best bet is the one of the cheaper, like, USB ones. Yep, definitely. And eventually we should start recording on our computers as well. Probably. I mean, there's also a Razer Siren. Oh, yeah. The stream is like... That's 50 bucks. The one that everybody has. Yes. Yeah, and there's a USB microphone. Uh, All that stuff. Tripod. um, For 30 bucks. Okay. Yo, we should get a bunch of gaming headsets as well, don't we? Like here? What? I said probably. Probably. That's what I said. Ah, okay. Okay, shall we talk about the um, the race? Which one? What? Well, they're both important. But the more important race. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Not... We could say it was yesterday. Uh, the day before yesterday. Sunday's race. Um, the, the one on December 12th. The one that uh, Verstappen won. Are we going to have... Okay, we've ruined it for everyone then. But let's talk about it. First of all, the lap one accident between Hamilton and Verstappen. Except yeah. there wasn't actually a crash. It was more just Verstappen. And, and no one... There was no penalty which is great. Okay, now you're kind of cutting out more. Uh-oh. Yo, Here, I have another microphone. Alright, what is it? What are you doing? I'm... Yeah, okay, you should cut out again. Okay. okay. Alright, keep going. Okay. So I found another one for 12 bucks. Really? Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, it has four stars with 200, um, 250 reviews. <laughs> wow. And it's $12, so I think that's probably one of our better bets if we're both going to do it separately. Yeah. We might have to do that then. But chances are we should probably get like a place to record. Yeah, we'll do that first. And then, somewhere. oh god, somewhere with that, where we have space for um, uh, esports place for our esports expert. Oh yes, where should we put him? I don't know. Maybe house and just leave him there. I mean, hmm. is that inhumane? Maybe we should have uh, 
have a place in between all of our houses. <laughs> but it's a little bit closer to my house. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> me and John live within a mile of each other. Right, but I wouldn't want to have to drive extra, would I? Actually, not within a mile. Like, a little over a mile. <laughs> Under two miles, we'll say. Okay. Alright, then. Okay, I guess we probably should talk about the race. There was a crash. Verstappen won. Verstappen won the championship. There wasn't actually a crash. Yes, yes, fine. Okay. with that. And then uh, on the last lap, Hamilton was passed by uh, Verstappen. Um, then Can I, uh, Hamilton won. <laughs> yeah, okay. Could I at least give an actual rundown so nobody gets very confused by that description? I would be confused. What do you mean? You're like, this happened. There's no context. It's just. There was a race in um, Abu Dhabi. It was one race. Um, <laughs> uh, there's 20 drivers. Their names were. Uh, uh, Can you name all of them right now? Yes, fine. Okay. So there's Hamilton. There yep. was Verstappen. Yep. There was Sainz. Uh, Tsunoda. Yep. Was Gasly? Yep. Bottas? Yep. Norris? Mm-hmm. Ocon? Hang on a minute, you're just reading off the race results. I'm not. Ocon Are you and sure? Alonso would be switched then. Okay. Alonso, Vettel, Leclerc, Stroll, Ricardo, Perez, Schumacher. Latifi, Giovinazzi, Raikkonen, and Russell. Okay. Which race would that be anyway? Last race. I may have been cheating slightly, but... Uh, Just slightly? Just a little bit? Yeah, but at least I switched it up. Yeah, I noticed that. Very little, but I did switch it up. Yeah. Okay, so, the actual race. First lap incident between Hamilton and Verstappen. Verstappen pushed Hamilton wide. Yay, and then Hamilton got ahead and stayed ahead till the final lap of the race. But the reason he stayed ahead for that long was because through all the safety cars and the virtual safety cars, Mercedes just kept him ahead, and strategy plus superior speed prevailed. Hamilton was actually faster this weekend. Okay, well then didn't speed like not prevail? No, speed prevailed for the most part. Okay. Okay. Anyways. What happened next was truly shocking. Nicholas Latifi threw the championship for Mercedes, except he did it wrong and he threw it for Red Bull. Basically, he crashed, caused a safety car, and in the safety car uh, scuffle, Mercedes couldn't actually... So Rebel got a free pit stop, and then Michael Massey, in his infinite intelligence, broke his own rules and let Hamilton pass, uh, or not Hamilton pass, he let all the lapped cars pass Hamilton so they could have a final lap showdown. I see. And then the most dramatic thing of all time happened, and they had a final lap showdown, and Max Verstappen on the soft tires, surprise, surprise, beat Lewis Hamilton on worn hard tires. Really, no excuses there, but it was exciting. 
you sound like what my English teacher says. I'm like I'm telling the story, and then and then and then and then and then. Thank you. That's such a compliment. You're welcome. I've called many things before, but not a three-year-old. Mm. You tried for everything. Oh, I thought you were going to try to debate me on that and say, no, you are a three-year-old, but anyways. Oh, would I be wrong? Mm, yes. How so? You just would be. I'm, I, I promise you, I'm not a three-year-old, just like Mark Zuckerberg isn't a lizard man. No, he's a robot. What? He's a robot. Keep up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Anyways, shall we talk about the controversy? What controversy? Verstappen won fair and square. I think he won fair and square, but the Mercedes people launched many appeals because they are sore losers, and Hamilton actually told Toto to take back the appeals. Uh, and looks like we're not going to have an appeal championship result, which actually means Verstappen wins his first championship. Are you as excited as I am? A little bit. A little bit excited. Yeah, because it's kind of... Like, I mean, he should have already gotten it. Yeah, he should have gotten it. I think he should have gotten it by <laughs> Qatar. I think he should have gotten it by... Um, by the time he was 20, at least... You're right, so he could be the youngest champion. Yeah, no, that was, um, that was Vettel, wasn't it? Yeah, that time is really gone, so he can't be the youngest champion now. No, no, no. Right, 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 so he's 21 or something, isn't he? Yeah, I think George Russell could still be the youngest champion, right? I don't know, but, um, wasn't Verstappen, like, the youngest driver or something? He was the youngest driver to enter F1. At 17 years old. Yep. He was actually even younger than Kimmy when Kimmy entered. For a little while, Kimmy was the youngest. Yeah, and um, the U.S., you can just get your driver's license when you're, like, 17 or something. Like, like yeah, and license. he didn't actually have his driver's license when he started in F1. Hmm. Max one? didn't. Oh. I find anyway. a very nice podcast recording, Mike. Okay. And it even has a clamp, so you can clamp it onto a table. Ooh. How expensive is it? 30. Oh, all right. We should each buy one. Or we could just get one of them and have a joint studio. Brilliant. Then we'd need to get the studio working, but yeah, all right. I mean, how hard can that be? Can't be difficult. Idea. You have an idea? Yeah, that's a bad idea. I'm lying. You sure? Yes, yes. I'm sure. Okay. Anyways, shall we talk about who is disappointing, who is exciting, and... Yeah, well, why don't we rate every driver on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, man, let me just open up standings. Okay. Um, okay, where should I start? Let's start at the very top. Max Start with Max. Disappointing. He's very disappointing. He's very disappointing. He should have won like at least four or five races ago. I give him 
for being disappointing, I think I give him an eight out of ten. Uh, is that very disappointing? No, it's not very disappointing. It's a ten would be great, but the point is he should have won it earlier. Even though he had to come back, and even though Hamilton hit him a couple times, he still shouldn't have been that far behind, and he still had a couple of off weekends this year. He shouldn't have. It shouldn't have condensed the last race. It definitely shouldn't have, especially with the Red Bull being the faster car. Yeah. Okay. And Lewis Hamilton again, disappointing. He should have won the championship after how many times Max messed up. Yeah, I think even though the Mercedes had the slower car, it's not as if Hamilton hasn't won the championship against a slower car before or a faster car before, which he, you know, arguably has. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton actually lost to Rosberg. Yeah, okay, Valtteri Bottas. We're very happy with his performance. Am I? Are you? I'm disappointed. Really? He's right where he should be, though. I know, and I know you're going to say it's third place, but I think, and I thought, that he could have fought for the championship this year. Technically, he should have been in fourth place. He's second driver on the second fastest car. But that I know. brings us to our next person, Sergio Perez. Wait, no, 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 but we haven't actually given Bottas a number. Bottas, nine. No, Bottas gets a seven because we were supposed to fight for the championship. No, he gets a nine. He gets a seven. Mick Hacken said he was going to fight for the championship this year. Nine. Seven. Nine. Eight. Let's average it. Ten. No. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. You already went to eight, so if I go to ten, then you average out at nine. No. <laughs> I went to eight only to do the average. He's right where Hamilton should be, actually. Fine. Six. Twelve. Six. Twelve. Six. Twenty. No. <laughs> One. Thirty. No. <laughs> Let's just give him an eight and move on. Give him a nine and move on. You're right. Eight and move on. Nine. Eight. Perez. Nine. Perez. Nine and Perez. Okay, so Perez is disappointing. All that stuff. He should have been at least second. Not all that stuff. Let's tell everybody how disappointing he was. Uh, he only had 190 points. Bottas had 226. So that's why he got a nine. He had one race win as a Red Bull driver. One. Yes, Sergio Perez got a seven. Wait, no, but I think the other crazy thing is that as a confidence booster, they gave him that contract again and a contract extension for a year. And then that didn't even work because he still didn't pick up the pace at the end of the season. You're right. Four. Four. Because actually, no, he should have been on pole for a couple of the races that he wasn't. And he should have made as many mistakes. Okay, signs. We're very happy with signs. I'm very happy with signs. Yes, yes. Signs is a very good driver, and um, well, John's gonna be disappointed to know that Lando Norris is behind signs. I'm not disappointed to know that. Yes, yes, but John will be. Right, because he's a Norris fan, which makes him a bit weird. Yeah, people actually like, like, you know, have like, Lando Norris as their favorite driver. That's just strange to me. He's like barely up. Like he's kind of like established, you know. Born, yeah, but young. Wait, how old yeah. is he when he started? Was it like eighteen? Eighteen, yeah. So not younger than Max. Yeah, yeah. He was pulled in when he was seventeen, but uh, he only started in when he was eighteen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that brings us to our next driver, Lando. 
Oh, very disappointing this season, in my opinion. I'm going to give him an 8, because he should have been in 5th position. In my opinion, McLaren has no excuse not to have both of their drivers in the top 6. Ah, uh, no, that's where you're wrong. Because you see, I'm Ferrari's wrong. supposed to be in a top, a top 3 team. You know? Right, but I think McLaren should be fighting for the top 3 position. Yes, yes, they are. They're very close, actually. Right. But I think if Lando was really going to be the lead driver... Close. They're very not that close. Not this year, no. Yeah, but the, uh, McLaren did quite well this year. Charles Leclerc did very badly. And Daniel Ricciardo did very badly. But going back to Lando Norris, I still think he was disappointing as this season goes. Like Last year was more exciting and a better year for Lando than this year. No, well, actually, yeah, because uh, last year he improved significantly. There was actually, like, he was on the up as a driver, but this year, not really. This year he kind of stayed level, but, like, he was at a good place, you know? Yeah. he He's consistently been good. That's what most, like, I mean, he doesn't have a very good race craft, one might say, but, like, uh, I mean, a I driver, think... he's very good. He's what you want in a driver. I guess, but also I think he's just not consistent enough. Like, he hit Perez, costing Perez points. Yes, Perez probably would have lost them anyways. No, he wouldn't have lost the points in Austria. I think he would have been okay for that race in Austria. I mean, if, um, well, if, if he hadn't gone and hit him, then uh, Mazepin probably would have come around corner one and hit him. Yeah, but that's because Mazepin is Mazepin. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to Charles Leclerc. He's very disappointing. I don't think so. Well, I think so, because he's behind Carlos and Lando. But there's a reason for him being behind both of them. Mm-hmm. The final, like, four races. I... Incompetence. But I think he had a DNF in the final four races, didn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't finish, it's kind of your fault, usually. Mm, didn't he have an engine issue? Or was it actually a crash? Again, his fault. If it was an engine issue, it's not his fault. But if it was a crash, then it's I. What? Why wouldn't it be his fault if it was an engine issue? Because the engine just blows up on its own. I suppose it is a Ferrari, isn't it? Yeah, and they're not the most reliable engines. Yeah, but still, I mean, chances are he's probably like over revved it or something. Maybe. Kimmy did that a couple times. Stole the car during the race. No, no, Kimmy just blew up an engine on the starting grid once for McLaren. No, no, it was Adrian Newey who, um... Who Adrian Newey stalled the car, yeah. In the pit lane. As, like, the first page in his book. Yeah. Very disappointing. Adrian From that Newey. moment on, I knew he was going to be a disappointing driver. Adrian Newey? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That brings us to Daniel Ricciardo. I'm quite happy with his performance. Wait, no, can I say one thing before you go on to Daniel Ricciardo? Yes, yes, fine. I want to say it about um, Leclerc, and I want to just say, I A, don't think he's an overrated driver, right? I think he still is Ferrari's best chance, and he's a better chance for them than Carlos Sainz. No, 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 that's incorrect. I'm incorrect in that. How? I mean, if, okay, so, like, you see, Carlos Sainz actually knows how to drive the Ferrari I well think- enough. Leclerc does too. 
Look at it this way. Did he have any pole positions? No. Look at it this way. Carlos Sainz is in fifth place. Charles Leclerc is in seventh. But who is closer to a race win? Carlos Sainz. No. <laughs> right, right, right. Two, two pole positions, and one of them would have secured him a race win if he didn't crash. Wait, that being that said, down? no, I was talking about the one uh, for Leclerc and his pole position in uh, this year in uh, took, Monaco. Who took pole in, um, in Belgium? Belgium this year? I think it was it was definitely Max, yeah. Okay. It was Max Lewis, or no, it wasn't. It was Max, and then George Russell, and then someone else. Yeah, wasn't Lewis in like 7th or like 11th or something? He had a terrible qualifying in Belgium. All I remember is that George Russell did really well. Wait, did he get like a penalty? Who, Russell? No, uh, Hamilton, the good. Oh! Penalty or something. He might have actually, I forgot about that. He might have had a penalty. Yeah. I think... You know who did have a penalty from the shenanigans in Hungary? It was Bottas. Oh, wait. Was that the one where he crashed into Verstappen? Yeah, the one where he took everyone out. Yes, yes, yes. Then Didn't Kimmy um, get one for George Russell at some point? For hitting George Russell? Yeah. I didn't know he hit George. Wait, was that someone else then? I think someone else got a penalty for hitting George. Uh, it might have been 2020 or something. Ah, okay. someone got a penalty. I don't know if it was Kenny, but someone got a penalty for hitting Russell. Uh, Russell. Yeah. Okay, so um, that brings us to Daniel Ricardo. Disappointing. Are, are you sure? Am I? Sh- yeah, I'm very sure. No, no. Look, I mean, I feel like he had some off weekends, but he deserves a seven. I think he gets a six from me, and that's because of his early season stuff. Let's just compromise and call it a seven. No, let's compromise and call it a six. Let's compromise and call it an eight. No, I think you're high. Um, I don't think we can say that on the podcast. Oh, I just did. I suppose it's not the worst thing. Didn't um, Mick say something worse? Who? Mick. Mick who? Mick Schumacher? Yes. Are you calling Amar Mick Schumacher? I'm so confused. Yes. No, not really. Amar can do no wrong in this podcast. Like, he's Mick? No, you're just... <laughs> okay, anyways. No, it's not just me. It's Philip as well. Yeah, I guess so. He was an interesting guest. Anyways. So who was the next driver that you were talking about? Oh wait, Ricardo. Right, we have to argue. I have to argue my point. He had too many off weekends at the beginning of the season, and he didn't adjust well enough at the end of it. So, therefore, six. Okay, Look, but if you think about it this way, um, Daniel Ricardo had some off weekends, but he still managed to pull in at eighth place, right? Technically, where he should be. Right, but he should be beating Lando because he's a better driver than Lando. And that's the disappointment. It's I'm not disappointed in his championship position. I'm disappointed in the fact that he's losing to Lando. Yes, but Lando's an up-and-coming driver who's... Uh, actually, it's not up-and-coming. He's just a young driver who's gotten... Yeah. Um, well, he's certainly first driver, so... But, again, I think there's no excuse for him to be first driver. I think McLaren has to put their faith in Daniel, and I think that Daniel has to be first driver. No, no, no. You know how they created Hamilton? Well, McLaren created Hamilton. Is that what you're saying? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they're trying to do that with their young drivers. But Alonso was paired with Hamilton in 2007, and by not making him the first driver that season, he didn't win the championship. This is but um, I know so that's an odd example, saying, but they're setting they're setting. Okay, you just proved my point that they're setting uh, Lando up to be the next Lewis. No, I'm saying it's a risk to not have. I see what you're saying, and I understand that. Yeah, you're you're saying that he's set up to be the next Lando, and I agree, or the next Hamilton, and I agree that's what they're trying to do. But it's a risk. What happens if a championship season comes along and they don't have the right guy in the number one spot? They send the next one in. Well, fire Lando. Yeah, well, maybe. They have a whole line of new young drivers. Do they? I mean, didn't they just sign a new 13-year-old last year or something? Yeah, I guess, but I thought that was... That's going to take a while for that Youngest world champion. Youngest world champion, age 14? Yeah. No, actually, it would be 15, wouldn't it? It would be 15, yeah, because they'd have to get through Formula 2 first. No, no, no. Also, because wouldn't they be 14, like... Sometime this year, would it be? Yeah, like I don't 15. know. It would be yeah. fifteen. Sure. Actually, if he uses Max's path, couldn't he do fifteen? If or he 15? uses Ma- sixteen, it would only work to be sixteen because they'd have to win European Formula Three. Well, I mean, you don't have to do that, don't you? Do you? Mm, but it's a it's a good thing to do because Could if you don't Max win, skip F three. No, he won European Formula Three and then didn't do F two. Oh, right, right, right. And didn't he also skip, like, F4? Yeah, but that's okay to skip. If you're, like, going from Formula Renault, you can go straight to Euro Formula 3. Yes. Okay, so, um... That brings us to our next driver, Pierre Gasly. Uh, what position is he? Nine? Yep, nine. That's okay, because I think that... The AlphaTauri goal was to finish in P5 this year. I don't know if they achieved it or not. Well, but... yeah, I think that they did achieve it because, uh, well, nine would be achieving that because there's five. No, but I don't know if the team actually – I don't know if they beat Alpine. Okay, they may not beat Alpine, but Pierre Gasly did well within their goal. Yeah, exactly. Pierre Gasly did more than enough to actually be within their goal. So I think Pierre Gasly, for me, gets a nine. Yes, just like Yuki Sonoda. No, no, Sonoda gets a seven for me. Ten. Or an eight. Seven or eight. Ten is the correct answer. No. Okay, uh, fine. We'll we'll get to that later. But next is Fernando Alonso. Big disappointment. No, 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 no. Not a big disappointment. He's barely beating Ocon. But he got a podium, and he had to beat Ocon, who got a freak win. Okay, the the podium... uh, the podium kind of, like, okay, the podium was, like, one of, one's... Hmm. No, it wasn't a crazy chance thing, because Bottas had the tire failure because he pushed too hard, right? And Alonso only didn't have a tire failure because he was smart about tire management that race. That's not lucky, that's skill. But Ocon, Ocon's, like, a younger driver who actually has a chance of winning the world championship again. But... I know Alonso isn't going to win the world championship again unless Alpine does something crazy with their car next year. But I would put money on Alonso being a better driver to have as your number one than Ocon, just because of the way Ocon did this year. No. Look, Ocon choked under pressure in the, um, that race in Saudi Arabia. 
He was able to get the podium. Hamilton thing again. They have a young driver, and then they have an old driver to mentor them. The funny thing is, in Hamilton's case, the old driver to mentor him was Alonzo. In Ocon's case, the old driver to mentor him is Alonzo. Mm -hmm. So you see how this is going to work out, right? What you're saying is that Alonzo is going to mentor him and not beat him. Uh, What I'm saying is that Ocon's going to be the next Hamilton, along with Orlando Norris, um, George Russell, probably Lance Stroll. I think you're crazy. Lance Stroll! That brings us to Esteban Ocon. Are we talking about the same Lance Stroll? Yes. You see, um... If you look at it, it seems like that Lance Stroll will be like the first guy this time. Um, yeah, but that's only when Vettel retires. No, no, no. But like, okay. So, you see, he's a young driver, Lance Stroll. Yeah. Not that young, but like, he's still young enough. Yeah. Um, and then they've got Vettel, an old driver, who can mentor Lance right, Stroll. Right, this example doesn't work for every single team, does it? It does, it does doesn't it? It doesn't. I mean, they could. Aston Martin is not going to make a championship-winning car for next year. Are you sure? I'm going to borrow the Mercedes. No, I'm going to say it live on the podcast now, and I'm going to make the declaration. They are not going to be championship contenders next year. Next year, when they have a new comment on this podcast. Look, I just don't think they can be contenders next year. Yeah, well, your prediction skills have been wrong in the past. They've been wrong, but they've also been right. Okay, well, I mean, uh, the only comments under that video. Right. There was only one thing that I got truly horrifically wrong. McLaren? No, Ferrari. I think you might have also gotten AlphaTauri wrong. I said AlphaTauri was going to be really high up, didn't I? I don't know, probably. Yeah, I think I put them, like, really close to Red Bull, which, in fairness, they were pretty close to Red Bull this season. You said that McLaren was going to beat Red Bull as well. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because I expected Perez to choke, and I didn't expect Verstappen to be a title contender. And Perez choked, and Verstappen was a title contender. Yeah, well, still, I mean, that was a big, big wrong one. Yeah, but in the end, my reasoning wasn't wrong. It was just that I didn't expect them to have a championship-winning car. Mm. Okay, I see. That brings us to Sebastian Vettel. Oh, I would say he's a solid mess. Yeah, exactly. He did nothing wrong this year, but he did nothing but he did expressly nothing right. right either. <laughs> yeah, he went to Aston Martin. He just didn't do well enough to warrant any higher score than a six. I mean, he beat his teammate, but he should have done that anyways. Yeah, and he got that haircut, remember? Oh, yeah, the awful preseason haircut that just terrifies that, me to this day. The one that prompted the Ashley Martin. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Okay, so that brings us to Lance Stroll. Oh, Lance. He gets us three from me. Yeah, because he should have beat his teammate. He definitely should have beaten Vettel. I mean, look, Vettel's a great driver, right? And I think... He's kind of old. He's just way past his prime. Like, he's more past it than Kimmy is. And that's obvious to see. I mean, kind of like like... When's the last time Kimmy was a title contender? A while back, but the point is more that Kimmy actually was putting in good performances basically till the end of the season this year. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because he's Kimmy. He's actually been getting points in the first car in the grid. Right, exactly. 
And on the other hand, when you look at somebody like Vettel, who should be and consistently outscoring or not Vettel, when you look at Stroll, who should be consistently outscoring his teammate who's just in a slump of his career right now, he's not. Therefore, I consider him to be a disappointment. Am I wrong in saying that? I think I'm just correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to Yuki Sonoda. Oh, God. No, 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 no. He's the best rookie of the year. He's not the best rookie of the year. And being the best rookie of the year only gets you like a seven at best. It's okay, fine. It's a seven, then. But think about it this way, Rashab, right? In terms of expectations, he gets from me an eight because I expect him to be worse than he was. Well, I mean, I expect him to do well in the future. He's going to be a title, whatever. He's going to be a championship contender at some point. If he's patient enough to stay with Red Bull, he will be. But there's nothing saying he will be patient enough. He will. He, he will make it to Taya. It might not be Red Bull, but he will make it to the championship contender rounding thing. He's I think Red Bull has so many incentives to keep him. in, Or they had so many incentives to keep him as a driver to go onto the full Red Bull team, but now that Honda's gone. He was very promising at the start of the season. Remember, nine points his first race? Yeah, like, that was exciting. I was like, wow, this guy is really going to make an impact. He's very good. I'm like, um, Mick. No, we're going to get on to Mick, but I'm going to argue Mick's point and why he ar- I argue him to be the best rookie this season. Okay, you know, um, Yuki Sonoda, he's better than the future Mercedes driver. But that's only because said future Mercedes driver was in a worse car than him. Is that really true? It is true. The Williams I mean, this year was slower than the Alpha Tauri. If you think about it, if he could win, how bad could it really be? He what? Race, he? Who did? No, wait, never mind. It isn't true. Russell, did not, race. Russell did not win a race. Well, he, got, he got almost He got a podium, but that was only for one reason. Third place, didn't he? No, it was because of the wet qualifying. Yeah, it was a third place, didn't he? I can't remember whether it was a third or a second, but what I do know is that wet qualifying is what changed it. George Russell only has 16 points, so it's probably a third. Yeah. yeah okay, so um, that brings us to Kimmy. A very disappointing season for him. Are you kidding me? His last. You know, he, he really shouldn't be retiring, he's too young. Normally, people retire in their 60s, don't they? What you're saying is that it's disappointing that he's retiring. Yes, yes. Very disappointing. What I was going to argue, though, is that I think it's disappointing that he's retiring, but not disappointing this season that he had. His performance was very nice. Yeah, for a driver of his age. Car. Yeah, for his age, he did better than he should have done. And yes. he convincingly beat Giovinazzi, which basically sealed his fate. If I was starting a racing team, I would take Kimmy as one of my drivers. Exactly. In the snap of a finger, I would take Kimmy. Yes, he'd be my second driver. I get to who was your first driver then? Oh, well, I mean, in this, in this current grid, we both know who it would be. It would be Carlos, right? Actually, no, it would be Yuki. Oh, really? Because, I mean, at this point, Carlos has done well in the season. He cost a lot of money to get. But, um... If you sign Raikkonen as second driver, you could have him um, mentor your first driver and create a Hamilton. Okay. I should go this every time we talk about a different team. I'm so confused by your logic, but I'm just going to stick with it. Let's go. I think about it. So, um, okay. 
the Kimmy is very similar to Alonzo in some ways. He's got yeah. a wide variety of skills regarding racing in general. Yeah, exactly, because he's, you know, done well in rallying. He's done well in all sorts of stuff. Yes, yes. It's easy. Um, well, I mean, like, and then is, he's gone to other places and come back, we'll say. Yeah. Um, he was a Just like Alonzo. Man. Yes. Yep. He's very similar to Alonzo in most ways, except it's not disappointing. Um, I don't think Alonzo was disappointing this season. Yes, you don't think that. You keep not thinking that. You also think that Nick is the best rookie, so this is like, you know, you can take your opinion of I have a valid point to argue for Nick, so. Okay, we'll get to that later. Um, ah, yes, okay, so. Uh, is it Giovinazzi time? Oh, no, no, it would be Latifi next. What are you talking about? Ah, yes, Latifi. Imagine okay. getting outscored by Nicholas Latifi. Okay, wait, we have to give Kimmy uh, a number. Give him a number? Ten. Ten. Yes, ten. King Latifi gets a ten. No. Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy gets a ten, definitely. Okay. He's the Latifi. only driver who's getting a ten. Because he's done better than he should have, whereas most drivers were slightly below what I expected, what about, I think. Mazepin? Mazepin deserved a ten. Mazepin was below what I expected. It takes so much skill to crash that early in a race. No, in my opinion, though, I still think he was worse than I thought he'd do. Did, wasn't he? He was. He I thought like, he, he would be better. He did worse than Nick. I really expected him to beat Nick as, like, okay. Actually, you know, he kind of kind of equal, equal. Yeah, but should, should we get on to Nick right now and talk about why I think that he's better than you're giving him credit for? Oh, okay. We we have to finish Latifi, then Giovinazzi. I think Latifi gets the same score as Russell. Six? He gets a six. If Russell got a six, I give Latifi a six because they both did impressive things in that Williams car this year. Yeah. But even though no, even though the Williams team principal, Yoscapito, will say that car is better than we both think it is, I still think that it's not where it should be. And I think that next year will be the turning point. But until we hit that, they both get, you know actually Five. I think Russell I think Russell should eat. They should each get a seven. I'm impressed. No, no, no. I, with Russell, I think he deserves a five. Russell I gets an know. eight. Latifi gets a seven. I don't know. I think I think Russell deserves actually less than five. You know why? Because he should be beating Yuki Sonoda, even if the car is faster. He has the experience. He should be going to Mercedes. If okay, if Mercedes just wants a driver that will score points and has good racecraft, Yuki Sonoda is right there. No, he isn't there. Because he's already crashed. Okay, well, I mean, what do you say about Mick then? <laughs> what do I have to say about Mick then? Okay, here's my argument for Mick. I think, one, he was in arguably the hardest car to drive because the Haas is still inconsistent and still not a very good F1 car. It's debatable. It's not debatable. It's One could clear. argue that uh, Leclerc was in the hardest car to drive. The Ferrari was the hardest car to drive? One could argue it is a Ferrari. Yeah, but this year's Ferrari was actually like better than most Ferraris. It was a good one this year. Okay, fine. We will say that Kimmy had it best. We're going to say that Kimmy had the second worst car to drive, because he did. Yes, yes and we're going to say... The worst car was the Red Bull, you know? It was so hard no, to drive. The... It's just too quick. It'll just break your neck. 
Rashad, though, honestly. I recently bought F1 2021 to do back-to-back tests on it to see which is the hardest car to drive. So next podcast, I will be able to say which is the worst to drive. But until then, until then, I still think that I still maintain that the Haas is the worst to okay, drive. Okay, what does Mick get as a score? For me, by being the best rookie, and I said that the best rookie could only get a 7, he gets a 7. Gets a 4 in my book. Okay, but why? Because if he gets a 7, so does Mazepin. No, he outperformed Mazepin, and he outqualified Mazepin. No, I was not impressed. I mean, he really outperformed Mazepin. If you look at this, he if did. you look at the scores here, I see a zero. Right. And but when I say outperformed, I mean outqualified Mazepin. I was most impressed out of anything this year with Mick's qualifying performance. and They qualified very high in the racecraft that will technically the opposite of racecraft. It was very good. They, they don't have racecraft. Neither of them have racecraft. I mean, it's obvious that Mick drives like a Formula 2 driver when it comes to the actual races. But the racecraft, if they had no racecraft, then they'd actually do better. Than what they're doing now? Yes. I, it's not difficult to argue that, because look at what they're both doing. They're both doing like the best they Badly. can do in a terrible they can do in a terrible car, but not very well. Each one of them should at least have one point. Should they, though? I don't see a single race where Nick or Mazepin could have gotten a single point. Actually, no, scratch that. Scratch that. There is a race where Mick could have gotten a point, but there's no places where Mazepin could have gotten a point. Okay, yeah. So Nick gets a four, Mazepin gets a five. No, Mick gets a seven, Mazepin gets a five. Okay, Mick gets a six, Mazepin gets a seven. No, Mick gets a six, and Mazepin gets a five. I'd be willing to take that, considering Yuki got a seven. Yuki got a seven. Yuki's getting a six. Yuki got a seven. Remember, because we said that um, best. Rookie we're going back. We're going back. We're going yes, back. We're going back to Giovinazzi. Why are we going back to Giovinazzi? Are we lowering his score or something? No, because we never gave him a score. Oh right, because we couldn't be bothered. Um, we just skipped him until the TV. Well, I mean, he's just sort of there, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like our um our treatment of him kind of summarizes his whole career. Yeah, in terms of Formula One, he's just kind of there. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Oh, yeah, not anymore. Obviously, sort of like Rojan, but um, yo, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Michael. Oh, hang on a minute. That was a rogue comment. Okay, Look, well, is he there? Michael's not there, but he's there for different, not there for different reasons. I'll be sure. Is he, wait, when did he get hurt? 2013. How old was he? Like mid-40s, I think. Exactly, so he would have been retired anyways. Yeah, but... Yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Wait, but it would be so nice if Michael was still racing, because then Mick and Michael would be... Like, well, I mean, Michael would still be beating Mick, but... I would have loved to, well, there have been rumors about this, but I would have been great to see Michael at Mick's first race. The rumors, yeah, the rumors were that he was undercover and he was at Mick's first race, but there's no proof of that, I think. Wasn't it like the practice session or something? That, there, that was pretty clear that he was at, I think, what was it, like the first, was it preseason testing? It was preseason testing. 
yeah. when they canceled the one at Barcelona. But I don't think there's physical evidence of him being at the actual first race, which is a shame. Okay, so this is also summarized even on his career. He's kind of forgotten, you know? Like, we forgot him, and now no. we kind of moved on quickly with him. Like, I think... I think there's one the thing about Giovinazzi is at one point he was really exciting, right? Because he did well in Formula Two and then Ferrari signed him. He but then a seven. What? He deserves a seven. Why? Because he's driving okay. He's actually gotten points in a very difficult car to drive. Yeah. So he deserves a seven. Uh, I think if he gets a seven, then Mick gets a seven. If he gets a seven, then Mick deserves a four. But you know, if he gets a seven, then Mick gets a seven. Oh, I think they drove to about the same level this year. Car to drive, then um, then okay, okay, fine. Antonio Giovinazzi's in a barely harder to drive car. You mean Mick is in a harder to drive car? Just barely. Not barely. He's in the Haas. It has no rear end grip. I've driven it. Look at Robert Kubica's score. Robert Kubica almost scored. But look at his look at his uh, result. Zero points. Look at how hard it was to drive that car. No, but Robert Kubica was not really ready to drive when he was called in. This is, but look at it. If he was ready, he would have completely flattened everybody and would have gotten close to a point. Yeah, he would have flattened everybody, just like he did at that famous race. No, no, Kubica didn't kill anyone in the race. I don't no, know which no, race you're thinking of. flattened people. Oh, oh, you mean in um, the... Did he flatten himself? He almost flattened himself. You're talking about the Canada race, where he sort of inverted himself. Yeah, didn't he burn himself badly? No, he was a well. Yeah, I guess he wasn't okay, but he survived it, which is the Didn't important thing. Didn't that take years for him to recover? Oh no, you're thinking of his rally car accident that Ferrari didn't approve of. Yeah, he was gonna race at Ferrari, and then he crashed a rally car. Yeah, because he Too is bad. smart. Yeah. Okay, so we give him a seven. Um, we give Kubica a seven. Yes. Okay. Kubica gets a seven. Mazepin. Oh, we're moving to Mazepin now? Yes. I think we already mentioned that, but I think he gets, for me at least, Seven. below Mick. He gets below Mick. He gets one above Mick. No, he gets one below Mick. One above. One below. Why don't we just compromise and say he is at the same level as Mick? Because he's gotten the same amount of points. He's driven the same amount of inconsistent as Mick. No, but Mick was just not as... Mazepin did worse than I thought he would, and Mick did about what I thought he would do. So I think, therefore, Mick almost has to be higher than Mazepin. How did Mick do what you were... Did you just have, like, low expectations of Mick? I did have low expectations of Mick. I thought it was his first season. He always takes a really long time to get adjusted to a new type of car. And I thought to myself, he is going to take more than this first season to get into F1. And that's what happened. Okay, well, let's look at last year's scores. The Haas was actually in the points. But the Haas got worse this year because of the uh, floor regulation change. This is, but if you look at last year, they had the, they had the most crash prone driver driving. And it was better. <laughs> well, the season almost went up in flames for them at the end of it. 
<laughs> but I think uh, the Marshals just saved it at the end. Yeah. Yep. It was like touch and go there for 17 seconds. <laughs> for those who don't know. We're talking about the Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix. <laughs> We're making Grosjean jokes. This is perfectly acceptable. No, it's not. It's very much not, but okay. Okay. Yes, okay, so um, that brings us to Mazepin. We already said seven. he gets anything below Mick. He's got the same score as Mick. And Give him any score. No, we're not ending end. yet. No, we're not ending yet. We have to talk about planes, I uh, thought. Uh, Eddie Had has um, $20,000 apartments, and they're thinking of flying them temporarily. Thank you, and on that disappointment. No! Wait, wait, wait one minute. Um, they're A380s. Now that's a terrible disappointment. Wait, they're bringing A380s back? Temporarily, yes. That's a terrible disappointment. Okay, they said $20,000 apartments, I believe. Wait, but that means that they're lowering the price. That's great. What? Well, it was $40,000... Uh, or not forty. it was $60,000 round trips previously. So they've actually lowered the price. Basically, okay. they've slashed ten grand off each way. Yeah, Eddie had Airways CEO says it's Airbus A three eighties and the um, minute it's loading and the twenty thousand dollar luxury apartments on board might fly again, but only huh. temporarily. Well, I guess it's a good thing that they're going to fly again because it means they're not wasting billions of dollars worth of planes. But it's a bad thing because I don't like the A three eighty. Yes, we all know how much you love the A three eighty. Do you like the H380 much? I don't. I mean, it's just slow. I don't really have a very. I'm not very fond of big planes. Right. You like your little diamond aviation, whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. The uh, DA62 or something like that. That's the one. Yep. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful, though? The DA62. It's small, but yes, it's a nice looking plane. And there's the, the two Honda Jets. I like the more recent Honda Jet, if I'm the, honest. The bigger one? The bigger one. Of course you do. I like the older one. I also like the Phenom 100. Yeah, I guess. Actually, wait a minute. Before we go, I have some actually important news. But It does pertain to aircraft. Okay. And it is. I've learned how to fly simulation fighter aircraft. One minute. John's calling. John's calling. Hello. Um, I'm doing the Quizlet, but uh, here, you're on the podcast right now. Put him live. Put him uh, live. Hello, okay, John. Uh, yeah, he can hear you. Hello, John. Oh. He sa- he's saying hello. Uh, so, how are you studying for space? <laughs> Just the Quizlet. Uh, is, can you, like, send me the Quizlet? Didn't Aviva make one? Yeah, but I don't know where she put it. This seems a little last minute. Yes, yes, it does seem a little last minute. John. He can't hear you. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. That's the phone. <laughs> um... Okay, well, I mean, I can't find it right now. Okay, wait a minute. I think I found it. Also, Lewis should have won the championship. Nah, we're... nah, nah, nah. You're having a laugh. 
I just hung up on him. <laughs> Good. Glad you did that. Anyways, simulation fighter aircraft. I learned how to do it. It's very complicated. And I'm finally putting my flight sim rig to use, which is exciting. I'm not terrible disappointment. It's not terribly time. disappointing. It's terribly interesting. You sure about that? I will have to send you clips of my beloved SU-33 shooting down your beloved MiG-29. Listen, okay, John's back. Hello, He's back John. again. Why'd you hang up? Because you said something about... Hamilton. Comment. Bruh, that's like... If... The Patriots and, like, the Bucks were in the Super Bowl. And the Bucks were beating them 50-0. to zero, And then the refs said... Next touchdown wins, and the Patriots were on the one yard line when they said that. But I'd be cool. But I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that. Literally how it was. It's not even close to how it is, though. John, I think you've been beating him by eleven seconds. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's the opposite, actually. It's kind of the opposite of that because although, yeah, Verstappen looked like he was going to bottle it, I have to. I can't hear you. Oh, right, okay. You can do the arguing for me then, Rashad. Okay, um, so, you see, Verstappen was the one who was getting unfair penalties against him. Yeah. In favor of Lewis. Really? The only logical thing here was the fact that he... What? Yeah, but he was the Lewis has also had some unfair penalties. No, he hasn't. Not not a single penalty has been unfair against Lewis this whole season. Better and still lost. No, he hasn't driven better. He did drive better. I mean, but think about it. Maybe, but his on track conduct has been worse than Max's this whole season. Okay, yes. So he's beating him by eleven seconds. What do you mean he kind of drove better? I think the problem is that um, the problem is that Verstappen's in a better car and he barely beat him. But he beat him fair and square. And on that terrible disappointment... It's time for you to end the call. It's time for you to be gone. What does Jack say? Uh, Jack says that it was fair. Um, the way that I say it's Verstappen fair won. because although Verstappen had a couple of points... Oh, Jack. Holy shit. No. No, I think, John, that you're wrong. And he still can't hear me because... Wait, Rashab, right? Are you listening on headphones right now? If so, unplug those headphones, and I'll speak to John directly. Oh, I can't hear you guys. We've had a disaster. Hello? See, this is what happens, right? We go 68 minutes, no problem with the anchor. And then, right at the end of it, right at the end, we have a problem. Oh, nice. And us having to cut out the entire section of it. (laughs) It's time to end. Thanks for listening. We're going to have more fighter jet content next weekend and next week. Well, maybe a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe. Actually, uh, I need to tell you, I can't do next week. Oh, really? Yes, I'm not going to be in town. The interesting thing is, I'm not going to be in town either. So maybe Amar and I will have to do a podcast all on our own. Yeah. Wait, are you in Chicago? No, no, he may be coming to Maine. I see. Are you going to Maine? Yeah, I'm going to Maine. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.